It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific, and welcome to Mike Babchick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world, the buzz non-existent, the show critically crapped on the show that is so bad that there's a new show on SiriusXM on the great Sports Grid channel called The Morning After. Nobody called me, my agent didn't respond Apparently, they gave them a new name. They gave them our... We're still here for now. Now, you were guzzling down all the programming all week long. You're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. It's more clips. More clips. clips. More clips. More clips. 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 More clips. More clips. And yeah, a little coffee there with Eddie Erickson. We got you covered this hour. We're going to recap all the happenings the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. So you let me. The lovable loser for morning, man. They got you no. And no, and guide no. you through the week that no. was. And no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And On no. Channel 82. <laughs> Gentlemen, we got a weekend show. We got Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed oh, yes. for now. And then Alex Hardy, the producer of Nightcap with George Reister. On the ones and the twos. And Andrew Goldberg, who's joining us this week. We'll see if he even utters a sound. We'll try. That's the no. goal uh, for today's uh, program. A lot happened, obviously, <laughs> this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. And, of course, the horrific accident from Tiger Woods was on top of everyone's mind. The big thing is that he's just lucky to be alive. I'm not worried about Tiger Woods, the golfer, and when he's going to return to play in a major. Obviously, the chase with Jack is, is probably over. It was probably over to begin with. I'm worried about Tiger, the person... And that's all that really matters. Thank God the L.A. County Sheriff ruled out alcohol. It looks like it was just a terrible, tragic accident for one Tiger Woods. And no good reason to speculate at all either. I mean, even while this was happening when the news first broke, right. I saw a lot of outlets with some speculation. Of course, you know, it's human nature. It's human condition. We're all going to think about Tiger's past. But we weren't doing that on Morning Men. And Mad Dog Chris Russo was on Mad Dog Unleashed right when this huge story broke. You're not going to have any uh, uh, an update on uh, what occurred. Was he going too quickly? Nothing like that. It's going to be very close well, to that. Was obvious. I mean, you might get some information from the L.A. Police Department and the Sheriff's Department as we move it along here. But the information that we got turned out to be bad information. We heard about the jaws of death. We heard about being what? airlifted. Both what? those Wait, things did what? not occur. So, you know, uh, eventually, uh, you, you know, you're going to wear yourself out trying to figure out exactly what happened. Now, you can have your own deduction, your own feel with it. A lot of people that I spoke to today, a cynical fan, you know, thought that maybe it had something to do with painkillers and he was a little out of it. Uh, they based a oh little boy. bit on that there with uh, Tiger's uh, look there on Sunday uh, with Jim on CBS. And he did look a little worse for the wear, and there's no argument. There's no disputing that. I don't think that was the case uh, myself, but everybody wants to know, well, what happened? Was he going too fast? I mean, that's just the way it is. He's Tiger Woods. He's the world's most famous athlete. We, we all know that Tiger's got a, you know, a, a bit of a, pa- a checkered past. Oh, no. the best way to explain it. Doesn't seem like there's any signs of uh, drugs or alcohol, thank goodness. Uh, but speeding is bad enough too. Uh, Carl, ba- the uh, the um, 
the bags, what are they called? The, bags. the car bags. Uh, uh, they seem to have uh, launched. <laughs> launched. Launched. Launched them. This is so for clumsy, can't come up with the words. That's wow. amazing. Having caught on Morning Man, we actually set up a uh, space shuttle launch. Where, you know, we're, we're sending the bags up. <laughs> the car bags are going up. We're going to bring them all the way up to space. The car bags, though, thank God they did their job. And Tiger is okay, but I wouldn't say they did launched. They? Look, thank God Tiger is alive and well, and he gets to talk to his family. And, of course, he's going to have a long rehab process if he does think that he's going to play golf again, which he might. But uh, let, let's talk about the jaws of death, Eddie Erickson. The jaws of death. The jaws of death. I love the jaws of Isn't death. Isn't it the jaws of life? <laughs> Isn't that the whole point is that there's a horrible yes, car accident? Yes, life. <laughs> and this device has created, and it looks like jaws mouth and everything, but it's supposed to open up and save you. In we dog's extract world, you from the car. Correct, and uh, save your life. In dog's world, you get into a minor fender bender, in comes the jaws of death to finish you off. It's just had enough. It does they, they remove you from the car, and then it, the jaws of death crush you right there on the side of the oh road. Oh, my That's God. Man, the, Game over. It's the complete opposite of what you're trying to do. Uh, the jaws of death would be, all right, you know what? You lived. Congratulations. But now I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to get you. Send in the jaws of death. This is not a good person. He survived that car accident. Let's go get him. The jaws of death was actually my a nickname for my ex-girlfriend in high school. She had braces. So uh, it was poor rough. little bad chick. Yeah, it was rough. Wow. How long were you waiting to get that one in? <laughs> I just thought of it. <laughs> <Not> good, <though. laughs> very you painful. That wasn't though. written. Very no, that wasn't written. Very painful though. Very painful. He said it like three different times. The jaws of death. First of all, he heard Jaws. So what does Dog think of right away? One of his all-time favorite movies, Jaws. <laughs> the shark. The <laughs> shark. So somehow Tiger's car accident turned into a shark attack. On Thursday morning, Chief, I bumped into a friend of mine, Herbie Robinson from Cleveland, baseball player, bosom's mate. I thought he was asleep. <laughs> this is where Dog's head goes. <laughs> he, 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 sees, he sees Quint. The only line I would know is, we need a bigger boat. I mean, that's it. And that's all the line anyone knows. I mean, you went deep. And so you yeah, well, yeah, we, we had to go to Quint's speech. You're right. He's thinking Jaws, shark, sharks eat you, and exactly. you die. Death. Jaws of death. Jaws of Unbelievable. death. Unbelievable. <laughs> and, and number two would have been Ron Jaworski. Yeah, Roger oh, Worski is right. also. Well, that's a good point. He could have started breaking down the Eagles. Yeah, Jaworski was on the scene helping people out. No speculation, though. Listen, the easiest speculation is going to just be, okay, maybe you're driving a little fast. Because who doesn't speed? I mean, that, that's yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, who, do, who does the speed limit? No. Besides Evan, who drives the speed limit? Yeah. I don't know anyone. Evan Cohen on Mortimer, of course, weekday 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. He will drive the speed limit. I know my brother used to drive a long time ago. He stopped because, um, you know, he backed up into a Jeep. Exactly. Enough a said. Parking the lot. Guy, a guy yeah. doesn't drive at all now used to drive the speed limit. Wow. Uh, my father <laughs> once got pulled over for driving too slow. Right. How high was he? <laughs> but what are you doing? You're doing speculation? Conjecture? I mean, no, get out of here with that. But yeah, I mean, of course, we all do speed, and you know, it does take me back. Like I was in a horrific car accident. I flipped my car over, airbags deployed. I mean, it's it's scary stuff, without a Did doubt. The jaws of death. The jaws of death didn't finish yeah, you off. My wife sent in the jaws of death to come get me, so she didn't want <laughs> me to come Bethany home. Helped. Bethany called up. Hey, can you guys get the jaws of death here? He's totally fine, totally fine. <laughs> but you know, we want to finish him off. 
properly. So there you go. There's the draws of death. Well, Pat McAfee talked about Tiger Woods as well, and, and he did think about Tiger Woods, the golfer. I am someone that believes he's going to win another fucking golf tournament Hell after this. Yeah. Whoa, it's whoa. an amazing, whoa. amazing whoa. story. Whoa. As more and more rolls out here, feels like Tiger's probably going to golf again, if I had to guess. He's probably going to win again, and uh, I hope that this never happens again. Happy to hear he's okay. Everybody's worst nightmares are not true, so big shout out to Eldrick Tiger Woods. Happy you're going to be all right. Eldrick. Oh, ever called him you scared Eldridge. the shit out of us, Bob. Uh-huh. You're one of our goats, pal. Hey, you're one of the best that we've ever seen in the sports world. Can't be losing you. All right, clap it up for Eldrick, uh, Ty- Tiger Woods. <laughs> Eldrick. If you would, if you would have had that headline, Eldrick Woods in horrific car accident, I would have just, I just would have kept going through it. Yeah, Eldrick Woods in a car accident. I just assume it's you know my grandpa driving home from the senior center. I mean, there's some names now yeah. that like no matter what it is, you can't name your kid Marty. If you name your baby Morty, you're starting at 60. That's where you're starting in life. One of the best scores in the NBA is not Wendell Curry. It is Steph Curry. Wait, his first name's not Steph? His name is Wendell Stephen Curry. Smart. I never knew that. (laughs) I had no idea. The one thing you could question is why doesn't Tiger Woods just have a driver? It's funny you would bring that up because I was a driver this week for one uh, Patrick Russo. I guess I'm practicing for my next career. Maybe when Chris, <laughs> maybe when Chris call, hangs it up and calls it a day, maybe he'll hire me and I could just drive Patrick around to his appointments. <laughs> Wait, so Patrick Russo is um, what is the third son the, of Christopher? The forgotten Russo. Russo, we call him the fourth <laughs> child, right? Is named Patrick. Where were you guys going that you were driving him around? And how did you get that gig? Well, I got the gig because I once again made my weekly pilgrimage to the uh, Russo compound up there in New Canaan. So he goes, Eddie, I'm going to need you to do something for me. Well, whatever you need, Chris, because I know there's always money at the end of it, so I just say yes to anything. I need you to take Patrick to his workout around 3 o'clock. I'm like, well, we have a show to do. I'll take care of the beginning of the show. It's quick. It's right up the road. You just take him over there, drop him off. What's going on? He's got his trainer. Kid's got a trainer. Oh, my oh God. My God. Wait, isn't Dog's trainer named Michael Jordan? I think that's true. I think that's true. That this true. might be that the same true. trainer. So I had to take young Patrick Russo. Uh, to Michael Jordan. To Michael Jordan. You took Jordan. him to Michael Jordan's house, <laughs> and then you drop him off with, with MJ, number 23. We had a great chat in the car. I warned him about the uh, freshman 15 when he gets to college. I, I that's was, good. Life I'm this kid a pep talk on the way yeah. in. I wish you talked to him like my dad talked to me before college. My dad said to me before college, if you're lucky enough to bang, son, make sure you wear a cover. And he's right. That is what he said. Of course he's right. But that's great <laughs> advice from a dad. What happens if I give him that advice and next thing I know I get a phone call from Chris? Listen, Eddie, I, I don't know what you told my son. I, <laughs> do I really need you telling him about prophylophila, you know, the condoms, the skin the, over there? Do I need that? Uh, that's what I need. I love that. You went with wait. I would have. I would have went straight to hey. Uh, what you, boy, when you get up, hey, be there, careful don't forget when you about get me. Laid. Hey, don't forget about me. Here's my number. Send me any pick you got. All right. Oh man. Good thing it was me driving him and not you. All right. A lot of great sports stories uh, this week, and boy, I'll tell you, there was a weird one with Cam Newton. That's right, Cam Newton, who had a camp and was heckled at camp. That's right. He didn't go to camp as a counselor. He was running the camp. A teenager was actually talking smack to Cam, the NFL player, at his camp. All right, listen to Evan and Babs on Morning Men break down this story. I don't understand why you go to a Cam Newton football camp if you hate Cam Newton. Why does that make sense? (laughs) Why of all the football camps you would go to, like, why is it that you'd go to a Cam Newton? Like, hey, who's your least favorite player? Cam Newton. Let's go to his camp. 
you're the only other person I could see doing that. Where exactly. you'd be like, all right, I'm going to go to this guy's <laughs> camp, and I'm going to heckle him the entire time at his camp. That's just called right? being a yeah, Jets but, fan. You're just trying to make your own name. That's right. all. That's got nothing to do with Cam. He's in the way of me getting the attention on myself and uh, having the whole crowd go, wow, did he just say that? In his own camp. I would definitely do that, except for Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, I wouldn't go. But the, everybody else, I would go, and then I would, I would heckle. You want to talk about a life lesson? That kid is getting pummeled everywhere you look. And that kid has to have that realization of what the hell is wrong with me? Why in the world am I going at this guy? He's going to go on Twitter and read everything. He's going to love it, man. I would love it, too. When you're a troll, you want to be a troll. And the fact that everyone's hating him, but his friends are like, yo, he's the guy who stood up to Cam Newton. That's going to be with him for years. He's going to go to parties in three or four years and be like, hey, remember Frank? He's the guy who started screaming and yelling at uh, Keith Hernandez. You know, I'm just saying. You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if <laughs> Keith Hernandez is cool. Good yeah, contemporary I'm, reference. I'm not sure if Keith Hernandez is as cool as that, but I'm, I can, I'm just picturing me going there. A nice mustache. You're the so man you don't, in your you crew. Don't think this changes this kid. I heard your Civil War buddy. out of yesterday. Oh, my Absolutely. God. His friends are like, you're famous. You're the guy who took on Cam. Whose group's next? Russell Wilson have a camp? Sign me up. Yeah, that's right. This is his thing right now. Now, maybe in years he regrets it, but I doubt Again, it. He's a star. How did Keith Hernandez work his way into this? I just want to understand that part of this. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. There was one. I went Why to a camp once Why did you need a hypothetical where, when you actually had Cam as the tangible example? I'm not sure. I put myself in a camp. I think it was Rich Aguilera, Keith Hernandez. <laughs> wow, so who's who? I Frank. So, why did you, so you changed your name <laughs> and like you went to camp. a different camp? You couldn't was, have just been this kid at Cam's camp? <laughs> I was camp. protecting the innocent. I changed my name. Shame on me. <laughs> Shame on you. <laughs> Fool me, too. Is that hey, it? Keith Hernandez, you suck. <laughs> Boy, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the hypothetical either. I could have either used my real-life example or just stuck with Cam, but instead I was Frank yelling at Keith Hernandez. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that was good. Evans like right away. What? How does Keith Hernandez have to do with this? I don't. I don't really know. But I do remember heckling. Like to me, that's pretty cool. You heckle a guy like you're known forever. One of my college buddies who got kicked out freshman year because he had our frat brother over the head with a bottle, Snapple bottle. That was really smart. But one of his big claims to fame, he always told me, he goes, you know. One time at a wrestling event, I was screaming and yelling at Taz, and after the match, we waited for him outside. And me and my brother beat up Taz. Taz, a famous ECW did, wrestler. That did not happen. That didn't happen. I don't think so either. But still, you have a story. Now, it turns out I was wrong. He apologized, which I thought was really weak. I had a lot of respect for this kid talking all this smack. I think it's pretty cool. I go old school. First thing I do is I take the kid aside and I have him escorted off the property. Secondly, I never respond to him. <laughs> I'm not going to acknowledge this. Ghost him. I have a much better life than this kid. The chances are this kid is not going to even come near the life I've had. I teach him a valuable lesson. I'm not mentoring this kid. Bye-bye. I want him escorted off the grounds right now. Looking up a goodbye. I mean, I, I thought the same. If I was Cam, you know what I would do? I'd find out where this kid lived in five years. Like, I'd go to his house and be like, hey, I'm still rich. How you doing, huh? How you doing? Because I'm still rich. That's what I would do. Nice and petty. i go old school. I, I, would, like, I, I would be so bad for Cam. Wait, wait a second. Oh, wait a that? second. Andrew Goldberg off the top rope. <laughs> Coming down the aisle. Soul through Warrior invading a match. Yes, Andrew, I can't see you, but I can hear you. So you would hold a grudge on this kid and find out where he lives and hold such a grudge. You don't think that would look bad for Cam? 
Oh, we got literal Goldberg alert. <laughs> I mean, if I if I had to go to every Twitter hater's house, but didn't wait a minute. They made a movie about this, a true story. One by one. It was Jay and Silent Bob. They've done this. Oh, they showed up they at everybody's phenomenal. Oh, what a movie. He was a serious actor. It was a true story. He showed up at every single house. And so yeah, this does happen. Cam's gotta take a page. At a Jay's book, not Silent Bob. Silent Bob doesn't nah, speak. What, what should have what should have really happened was what happened to me when I was at Young People's Day Camp. There wasn't even a camp; it was just a bus oh that would drive us around. And I mouthed off to the counselor in the <laughs> parking bus. lot, and they didn't call my parents. They didn't send me home. They didn't do any of that. He took me aside and literally beat the shit out of me right there in the parking lot. And then I never mouthed off again. And that's what Cam should have done. Sound like you had a really good childhood here. I'm telling you, it's like a lot yeah. of fun stories. Dude, I came home. I swear to God, I came home. I had bruises up and down my legs so physical abuse okay so we have that we also have yeah. a camp that's just on a bus <laughs> driving around down. look it up Langoria you sure hey you know what I never mouthed off to a counselor again so there Eddie you sure that I know that's the way you think it in reality your mom just put you on the public bus and told you the driver was the counselor oh was it yeah you were just <laughs> no, it, had a big, it actually had a big <laughs> smiley <laughs> face on it did you notice that when you pulled that yellow cord the day ended and then you know you got out um <laughs> You know, the biggest right. store in my camp, I didn't go to no quarterback camp, was like the ice cream man. His name was Bill. He was a great ice cream local guy. He would come around. I mean, these quarterback camps, I never, I never went to that. I went to a regular camp. You're in a bunk bed, and um, I'll never forget I got in trouble for going into the girls' bunk room because I was that cool. That is really just me saying that I hooked up with a girl at 13. I was 13. She was 13. <laughs> I should say. Everybody was 13. Everybody's 13. All right, how about Adam Shine? He talked about the big news of uh, the week, I suppose. Uh, Big Ben. And will he stay with Pittsburgh? It looks like he will. Adam Shine. Shine on sports. (laughs) Sorry, extra coffee. (laughs) Take it, Shine. If you're a real fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I mean a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2021, and you want excellence, and you demand legit roster building the way football is in in 2021. (laughs) You were energized when you heard Kevin Colbert refusing to commit to Ben Roethlisberger because Ben (laughs) Roethlisberger is is cooked. He's toast. He's done. Mm, And then yesterday, you were absolutely positively deflated when you heard our friend Aditi over at the NFL Network. Of course, a friend. Aditi Kumbawali. Thank you. And Actually, try it, to Ryan Toner, the outstanding agent for Ben Roethlisberger, and he said the Steelers want Ben back and are going to contact him to address the cap situation, and they're going to get a deal done. And this is where hope goes to die, because the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> and their fans have been living bleak on planet yeah. freaking delusional, oh! and blinded by history for too damn long. Planet delusional, and even that's so easy. That's so easy for him to say oh, it's like wow who are the quarterbacks oh, lining up to be the pittsburgh steelers oh. signal caller yeah, mason rudolph like, give him who a shot are gonna get? Yeah, mason rudolph who's gonna walk through that shot. door orion fitzpatrick's walking through that door even that's right even that's jackie right. erickson thought that was absurd that what <laughs> shine said that his wife <laughs> even that all right now he hit it though the big thing there toast heard about it when you think toast, do you think of the bread or do you think of like a wedding toast? Uh, no. That's always tough. I don't think of the toast from a toaster oven. I think of the big toast you make at a wedding or an event. That's what I think of. Because, you know, right now I'm on a crazy kick of cream cheese on toast, but I'm eating prison food. <laughs> I, the other night I had my kid's pizza bagel that he got from school for dinner. It was pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> I, I had a spaghetti sandwich in a pizza bagel. Oh, yeah. The spaghetti but you're sandwich. Right. Love it. That's survival of the fittest here or oh. the unfittest. <laughs> but the toast. Let's go around the Zoom 
with the best toast. I gave a toast for uh, my buddy, Jeff. I really need to get away from this guy. I was his best you man. Can't shake him. And for the... <laughs> can't. He's like an STD. You, you just can't shake this guy. But I was his best man and he was marrying a very nice lady, but a little on the larger side. And um, a big toast happened to be, um, these two fell in love over one thing. Trans fats. It brought them together. Wow. The amount of, yeah, the amount of fried food these two eat, it's unbelievable. And they'll always have that. They'll always have funnel cakes and chicken fingers. And then I turned to his bride and I said, you remember the first time we met? You flashed me your boobs. And that night ended with me on top of you, covered in pickle juice. All true stories. Jeez. Now everyone raise a glass wow. to the happy couple. Yo, you, it, was, it was unbelievable. Wow. Why am, yeah. I, why am I not surprised, though, that you would bring up the one thing on a bride's wedding day? Yeah. Every bride says you'll never look as beautiful as you look this day. And what do you do? You go right to her weight. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that to her. That day, I would not have said that to her. I would hope there's a better day. <laughs> wow. <laughs> fantastic. I would hope there was a better right. day than that. Was she a solid Albany 5? <laughs> Maybe an Albany 4. Wow. And we all know that weighted scale. I mean, in Albany, Man. my wife was a 9. Schenectady. So tell- <laughs> Schenectady, baby. That tells you all you need to know. She was a 9. I've never been fortunate enough to make a toast. It's really one of the low points oh. of my life. Eh. Shocking, I know, with my... With my personality and patience. Totally like, shocked. Oh, you would have got up there. And God t- damn the you know traffic, traffic getting here. It was awful. You know how much traffic I had to get to? You know, I'm trying to make that left. What kind of stop is that? You should have your wedding here. Why would you? It's ridiculous. Nobody knows how to drive. Anyway, congrats. I guess it all makes sense now. So the bride's sister was her maid of honor. She gets up three or four minutes into the toast. She starts venting about her frustrations with her big sister, Sarah. And oh my God! It, it, it's right out of the wedding singer when Steve Buscemi comes up and he's doing the toast and he goes, "Why can't you be like your brother Harold?" Well, Harold's <laughs> not so perfect. Well, that's what little Shauna did here. Well, why can't you be like your big sister Sarah? Well, let me tell you about Sarah. Sarah's a little loose. All right, let me tell you about Sarah. <laughs> well, that is true. Right, the- <laughs> uh, even let you hold the remote control. What a movie that wedding singer is. Uh, what a movie. This is why weddings are great. Open bars left and right. Even though I went to a wedding upstate. We ran out of know, booze at this wedding, of- by the way. They drank it all before this speech. Uh, I was up at a wedding in upstate New York. Uh, no open bar. I walked in. I couldn't believe it. I mean, they. what, what are we doing? Cash bar? What are we doing? Cash bar. You know what I did? I said, Beth, go get the envelope. But she got the envelope back. It was in like a coat room in a little area with a big box. She actually reached in, got the envelope back. And instead of giving $100 for me and Beth, we gave 50 And you, with the 50 I bought booze. You've inspired me, actually, to not actually sign the check until I see what kind of spread there is at Absolutely. the wedding. Absolutely. <laughs> you never give the wedding check until the end of the wedding. You keep that thing completely blank, and after you're done, you fill it out. Now, the problem is if you're trashed, all of a sudden you may leave a little more, so be disciplined, but you never fill it out until the end. 100%. A lot more to get to right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning Afters. We're going to talk about the sun, the moon, and planes. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Baptrick's Morning After. Welcome back to the show starring a man with less pride than anyone I know. And I know people. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babchick. Ah, yes. And welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the week that was with 
Edward Erickson, yet on his Zoom it says Chris Russo. That's a fascinating thought right there. It's just easier not to change it. Yeah, producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. And, of course, Alex Hardy, oh, producer no. of Nightcap with George Reiser. And there's Andrew Goldberg, producer of Morning Man with Evan and Babs. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And we got a fan club, too, now, the Toilet Bowl Club, the TBC. Uh, we got 11 guys now, 11 fouls, fans and listeners of Morning Men, 11 guys who have a little group, and they listen to this show all on the bowl. That's the true story. Uh, John <laughs> wow. Porafal is their leader. I'm so honored. Good dumping to you, sirs. Good dumping to you. All right, now, something very interesting happened this past weekend with the NHL. You know, I'm a big hockey guy. I would never boo hockey, all right? I'm not about boo hockey. I mean, and I like, you know, booing hockey everywhere. Got you know, it. All over the place. Uh, yeah. What? I, I hear you, Eddie. Okay. I, I, I know what he's doing. Huh? So we got ourselves a hockey game that was outdoors. Where? California. Think about that. California sun. But yet there was a hockey it's game. It's been pretty nice, guys. I have to admit. Oh, yeah, right. So it was so nice that there was a hockey game that was delayed eight hours because of melting ice. Listen to Morning Man with Evan and Babs discuss <laughs> this great idea by the NHL. All I saw was people tweeting out pictures of, oh, my God, this is the most beautiful scene ever, which they're right. It was like an ice rink, you know, oh, an ice rink. Wow. setting, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That Nobody was thought Lake Tahoe oh, wow, was, was in Vegas. Melt. Nobody said that. <laughs> because we assumed that they knew what they were doing by having a game too. in California. They didn't think there'd be sun in California. What's the most important thing besides players that you need to play ice hockey? Ice! Ice! They played in California. <laughs> ice is the second most important thing. Players, ice, then a stick. That's the order. And they played in California because they thought they were tougher than the sun. No, no. You can't make the leap that they thought yes, they were tougher than the sun. That's what you're yeah. thinking right now. He tougher said they were hoping for a sun. cloud cover. That's quite the gamble. It's California. <laughs> a cloud cover. You know, worst case scenario was sun in California. I assumed they were smarter. I gave them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Shame on me. They thought they were tougher than a sun. I think it would actually have been funnier, dangerous, but funnier to let them play through it. And they're like, I, I can't skate. Why is that? Well, because it's water. It's not ice. Like, you're actually asking me to skate through water right now. You know what? I, I was thinking that you got to take that and, you know, and like adapt, play roller hockey. You know, you don't but have the ice. But how would you roll <laughs> water, Mike? You put the floor back on it over the water because the water ain't going to work. That's swimming. And that ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You that, thought... that is actually what they should have done. Everyone should have had to swim laps, just wearing a swimming full uniforms. No, wearing the hockey uniforms. The goalies actually should have had to swim a lap, but not exactly the smartest idea. Hey, we were hoping for clouds. Who arranged this, Steve Tory? <laughs> the way the way that you're yelling, the, the way that you're yelling at the sun babs made it sound like you bet on cloud coverage and you were just getting into NHL betting. I'll take the clouds that's, and the over. That's it. All right, the sun screwed me again. They can't kick the extra point. What are they doing? Oh, uh, no, that's what happened, guys. I don't know if you know this, but Gary Bettman actually reached out to Steve Tory, a program director here at Mad Dog Sports Radio. Hey, Steve. Yeah, I'm a little worried about the weather. Uh, I could see why there would be sun in California. Well, let me ask you a question. I mean, could there be clouds? I mean, if there's going to be clouds, then maybe we just uh, give it a shot. Do we actually need ice? Well, we do We do need ice. I mean, maybe we just have an ice machine nearby. Now, where can we get ice cubes? I mean, what do you think? Can we put it out there? Do you think it'll be <laughs> hot enough? Or do you think we shouldn't? Triple A Man Dog 6 Why are you giving out the numbers, Steve? You're talking to me. Uh, that was, I mean, I, I just can't believe the NHL Cloud thought cover. this was a good idea. <laughs> the more I think about it, it's just so idiotic. All right, but what is tougher? The sun 
or the moon? Triple A Mad Dog. Six. No, I'm actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually well, asking you guys. Well, the sun could melt you. The moon, you just got to deal with those. Well, the moon could freeze you. They do say it's it's nothing good happens uh, after midnight, which isn't true. That the only time anything good in my life has happened after midnight. Well, where, where have we actually been? To the moon or to the sun? Both. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah. Wait a second. Hold on, Babs. Wait a well, second. Well, if you listen to some people, we haven't been to either. Babs, like you're an idiot. We can't go to the sun. You melt. And we've never been to the sun, you dumbass. That was awesome. Now, JT the Brick, I mean, our buddy, he loves the BBW. We love the backyard brick. Uh, brick at night, weeknights, 10 p.m. Eastern time. He actually went to Lake Tahoe. Always thought that was in Vegas. Had no idea that was in California. No, I thought it was in Nevada. I, I really, I really, I always thought it was Nevada. And Boy, I, I feel really dumb. And I thought there was a lake out there. I, uh, I don't even understand. Well, there is, a, there is a well, lake. Well, what's the bot? There is a you lake. Did, you did see the pictures of the. Wait a minute, you saw the pictures of the NHL, right? I thought it that was, was the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> All righty then. Well, I got a little confused wow. there, but uh, JT the Brick was there to watch hockey in Vegas or. L.A. or California or wherever Lake Tahoe is. And, of course, you know, he didn't get to watch the game because of a big delay, but he did go skiing, and that's all that mattered. And we walked right up there to get our lift tickets, and all of a sudden, lady says to us, what are you doing? We're like, oh, we'd like to buy some lift tickets. We're here to ski. She shook her head. She goes, there are no lift tickets. I said, what are you talking about? We're at this big building, giant three-story building that says lift tickets. And she goes, no, 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 you don't buy lift tickets this way. I go, I just went skiing three weeks ago. Up in Bryan Head, Utah. I bought lift tickets, stay up. She goes, no, we don't do that here during COVID. You have to order them in advance. We're sold out the entire weekend. We're all oh. gloved, masked, helmets, ready to do some bombing, skiing, nine in the morning. Our skis are right next to the gondola, ready to go up. Totally shut out. Biggest bad beat of my career as a skier. Wow. Leave it to JT, master planner. He built the backyard brick. He's done so much with his life, and yet he planned a trip to watch hockey and go skiing. Didn't do either. <laughs> then a success. The only time I went skiing, my parents and uh, me and my brother, we went, <laughs> went skiing. I think the Catskills. We stayed at the Browns oh. Hotel or something like that. And then on the way to the ski um, resort, I was walking and I slipped on the stairs and hit my head. And I was actually concussed. And I never made it actually out to the <laughs> ski mountain. They brought me to another room. They let me suck on ice. And I had no memory of the fall or anything like that. So I was put in protocol. How old were you? I was a kid. I was knocked out. I was knocked like <laughs> walking to the ski. I never made it to the ski. And I just had a lot of hot chocolate. I had a lot of hot chocolate. And wow. um, yeah, it was it was rough, though. I, they put me under the blue tent and uh, the concussion protocol took over. My mother, though, another trip. my mother went skiing <laughs> and she fell, you know, that rope that pulls you up the hill to the bunny thing. She fell oh, the down. Bunny slopes thing that, yeah. That pulls you up. And she couldn't. Yeah, she couldn't <laughs> figure out how to get back up. So there was other people still coming up on the rope. And there was just a line of people falling. They just all kept hitting my mom <laughs> oh, at the top. Great. Yeah. So there's that. So I don't know about that's the skiing great. thing. Now, Mando Chris Russo, he's a skier. And um, this week, all the hot topics in sports with Big Ben and rumors about Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson apparently still wanting to get out of Houston. Of course, Mad Dog Chris Russo was all over it. And how did he cover all those big sports stories? By talking about a plane. And he had on an aviation expert after this plane actually landed with an engine that was on fire. So, of course, Dog talked about that on Mad Dog Unleashed. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time and asked some fascinating questions. <laughs> uh, when... Um... I guess when you get to be, I mean, I would think once you get over the initial crisis as a pilot, you realize you're not going down right then. You make your turn from home. You get down from 13,000 feet. The plane is not stalled. 
once and you get clearance from the airport, is it is it actually routine? Mayday. Those last ten minutes getting that plane landed or not? They will still be monitoring everything to make sure that functionality of the aircraft is is still occurring. That controllability is is still routine. there. But they one engine. That yeah, that's routine. As normal as possible. A lot of things are happening, Chris. You know, simultaneously. Right. But then they right. settle into. We're just going to make a landing. We're going to fly the prescribed approach. We're going to put down the flaps and configure the airplane on schedule on their approach going into the runway. Uh, does the crew, uh, I mean, is it like an all is, I mean, I'm sure these two don't fly together, the co-pilot and the pilot, right? Uh, how, you know, it's like a Super Bowl where they use these all-star <laughs> crews. These two, did they know each other? Do, do customarily on these kind of flights, does the pilot know the co-pilot before the flight? What? Does everything have to be with sports with this guy? Everything. We have to make Always. every comparison to sports. That's just what we do. Why? I tell you, you know, I want flying my plane. Uh, Ed Hockley, Gene uh, Sterator, and, uh, of course, uh, Walt Anderson. Let's get him in the mix there. The best part is, dog, though, that this plane is, is undergone a traumatic incident. The engine is on fire. There is only one engine, and he has, is it a routine landing from there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really routine. It's on fire. That totally happens the all the right time. The right side of the plane was actually on fire. On fire. Is it routine at this point? Or what do we do? Are we in Mayday? Can you still get the a drink? Was... was the drink service Earl... still open there? Was the routine with the peanuts and the cookies? I understand the plane's on fire, and I could see it right in my window, but uh, can I get a hot towel? I'm in first class. What do I think I'm paying for here? I'm in first class. <laughs> he asked, can the pilot see the wing from his vantage point? He goes, is he actually able to see the engine from up in the cockpit? Can he see it? <laughs> what, has he got a side view mirror? <laughs> <laughs> Or does, or does, the, or do the, or does the flight crew communicate that to him? Uh, Captain, the, the right side of the plane is currently engulfed in flames. Don't panic. But I. <laughs> uh, do the objects in the rearview mirror uh, look smaller than they are? Is uh, you know, as you're looking back there, uh, do the right. does the plane have a blinker, a system where oh they go left God. or right, and they put their blinkers on so they know when they're turning? Uh, where's Joey Crawford when you need him? I want him to land this plane on my all-star referee pilots. <laughs> and that's how we get through Monday in February. I think the call of the week came into Morning Men this week, and if I'm saying it's the call of the week on Morning After, I have a feeling if you're a betting man, bet on the fact that Morning After is brought up. Let's hear it. The call of the week to Mad Dog Sports Radio this week. Dan in Denver on Mad Dog Sports Radio. What's up, Dan? Good morning, man. Good morning. Hey, Danny. Um, I need <laughs> to address something with my radio son there, Michael. Yeah. In the 59 years I've been on the face of the earth, I always thought the lowest thing on the face of the earth was whale feces, you know, because it's all the way at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Saturday Saturday morning, you managed to get under that, okay? Wow. Okay. Right. 7 a.m. Wow. Eastern, morning after, with Mike Babchick and friends. Wow. For now. Beautiful. The, oh, that's great. When the, the in-show poll question is, what's the weirdest thing you ever ate in a car? And the answer is Eddie Erickson's wife. Okay? That's it. Done. Okay. Yeah, All right. Well, okay? <laughs> Dan was right, listening. Dan. That's beautiful. Shout out to Eddie. You can hear him getting ragged on 3P to 6P Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio. <laughs> oh, what a great, week. Man, huh? What a week making an impact. Oh, that was beautiful. One listener at a time. Publicity here. Oh, that was great, man. Mike Baptist morning after. Lower. Then whale feces. We got a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's Morning After as we're going to talk about decisive Tory, prime robbery, 
and a game called Can My Wife Finish Me Off? That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. You think your hangover's bad now? <laughs> it's about to get a whole lot worse. Here's Mike Babchick. Ah, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio as we recap the week that was with America's favorite morning after regret. Of course, Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, Andrew Goldberg. He's doing awesome. No, he's not. He's doing this show, so he can't be I thrilled. Awesome. But, of course, so much to get to. What a busy week it was. With all the NFL news and notes, maybe one of the more exciting NFL offseasons in a long time. With all the rumors, but, of course, it's all the names at the top. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Big Ben. And, yeah, Dak Prescott with the Dallas Cowboys. And how about Steve Torrey from Mad Dog Daily? Heard weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The program director here at Mad Dog Sports Radio. Talking Dak Prescott. And when Tory dives into a topic, he gives you his opinion. And, I mean, this guy does not move off of it. He owns it. No one will change his mind. Listen to this. It's hard for me to believe that we're still here in this position. Um, I don't understand why that's the case. I mean, I, I, I guess I do. I mean, the, obviously the Cowboys do not think that Dak Prescott is in the same category as, a, as um, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or any of the top young quarterbacks. Because yeah, if they're sure, not, right. then what the hell's the hang-up? And, you know, with no long-term commitment in place yet, mm-hmm. um, oh, and, you know, it. the Cowboys, again, needing to use the franchise uh, tag on them for, again, the second some, straight year, naturally, get me some water. there's more conversation about, you know, what's going to happen <laughs> next. Parched. If, if, you know, parched. if Prescott eventually, you know, moves on at some point. Uh, to me, it's, it's, it's hard to believe. I don't understand why. I mean, I, I guess I do understand why. <laughs> Maybe it's not that hard to believe. Triple A Mad Dog 6, is it hard to believe or not? I mean, I believe it, and then I don't. But maybe I should. Wait, do I? <laughs> Somebody give me some water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you like a son, Steve. Uh, Steve is the best at arguing with himself and talking him out of something in real time. The scariest thing for Steve would be a snap decision like NFL draft. The clock is ticking. <laughs> He's got the oh, number boy. one overall pick. <laughs> yeah, he had all this time to make up his mind. Oh, Jesus, this kind of snug up on me. What do you mean? It's been five months. You knew you were getting the number one pick. Oh, geez, I don't know what to do right now. Yeah, Tory was actually the GM of the Vikings that year when the clock ran. Twice. And he just he just couldn't fit. Oh, again I'm up? Oh, jeez, I thought if I skipped my turn, I'd have more time. Oh, jeez, it's round seven. I, I better make a pick. I haven't done anything yet. I... I skipped my first six. I don't know what to do here. Do I go defense? Do I go offense? Tory ends up drafting one player for an entire draft. You you don't want him in the situation where you got to cut the red or the blue wire on a bomb, right? (laughs) (laughs) Tory in a bomb squad. I don't know what to do. Which I know they told me to cut the blue, but maybe they meant red. I couldn't hear him anyway. They froze up. I was on a Zoom when they were telling me what wire to cut. My damn service. Hey, uh, IT. Do you know what? Uh, I can't get my computer to work, and I also have to cut this bomb. I'll just cut them both. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was the wrong one. Ah, we love to we love to bust Tory's chops here. You know that. But he did bring up a good point. He, what did he say? He goes, the Cowboys don't think he's Deshaun Watson. The Cowboys don't think he's Patrick Mahomes. He's not. Right. But Dak wants to be paid like Patrick Mahomes. You know what the starting price is? $40 million. Is Dak Prescott a $40 million a year quarterback? He's not Deshaun Watson. So Steve Torrey's 100% correct. That's true. He's not. And he's, he's actually, actually not. not Patrick Mahomes. He's literally not. So there's that. <laughs> Big story in sports this week was Deion 
Deion Sanders. You know, he's a head coach of a college that was football this week? team. Yes, this week in February. <laughs> Morning Man with Devin and Babs. Weekday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. Talked about Dion's first win, but more importantly, after the game, he had a press conference to announce to the world that all of his stuff was stolen. Jewelry, watches, cash, all gone. Or was it? Or was it just misplaced because it was returned an hour later? Listen to us break it down. And, and of course, I ask an important question at the top. Why are we playing college football in February? I mean, I'm so confused. What are we? I don't understand. I don't know if I believe Deion Sanders. I think Deion Sanders got all excited, got upset, got angry, couldn't find you don't his believe stuff. Him? I think that they just misplaced his stuff. They probably moved it to a different location because they found it. Usually when you steal something, you don't find it right away or it's not returned to you. By the person that stole it. So because it was your best friend growing up stole candy from the stationery store right next to my Hebrew school, gave everybody the candy, and after Hebrew school, I returned it. <laughs> I know, I know, and that's why I became his friend. Is because he would steal everything before Hebrew school. He was great. He would get all the candy and everything. Uh, so that's why I became his buddy. You are odd. You're different, and you ret- but see, he didn't return. But have you, have any, you, have you ever it. had anything stolen from you? Oh, yeah. In Las Vegas, we um, hired someone to come up to the room. Nice female. <laughs> nice lady. Good woman. Nice blonde. And um, we, uh, you know, had a little fun. The gummy man can. That was before gummies. But, you know, everybody was, uh, you know, puff, puff, passing and drinking and everything. And uh, after we were done with the act, which only took about a minute, everybody passed out. And then uh, when we woke up, uh, everything was gone. Everything was gone. That's standard. Everything was gone. The camera, the watches, mm-hmm. uh, Dion's necklaces. I mean, Dion Sanders left the necklace in there. Everything was gone Come from on. the hotel That's room, standard. and we were robbed. And you know that is tough because you can't. You don't have a press conference after a uh, football game in February. You don't have a press conference after you do a hooker. So the, and there was no like, hey, calling the police because you know it was a hooker. Excuse me, everyone. Michael Patrick has something he'd like to announce. <laughs> I remember we did. We did. We did tell the hotel and the hotel security. And yeah, I, I, the security guard was smiling the whole time looking at me. He's like, so you let her in, huh? Oh, yeah. Well, boy, what, what a rookie mistake. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, how many mistakes? I'm sure that's the first time they've ever heard that. Wait, how many mistakes you. can you make in one night? Before you let a pro into your room, you put all your stuff in the safe, man. Uh, Everything. I know. Anything yeah. that's not nailed down in that room. Uh. I'm, even put the remote to the TV. Put it in the safe because if you don't, it's leaving with said prostitute. Yeah, that, that was that was the funny thing too. I think we we left the safe open. There was. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh boy! I, Talk about I amateur hour. Hey, I didn't have a lot of Jeez. cash anyway, but I remember that last day was not fun. You, you're in Vegas with no cash. It was rough. I guess you could go watch the fountain. Oh, you live, you learn. That's nice. Yeah, we took a walk down the strip. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we want to do. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, we're just looking yeah. at people going to see shows. Let's just stand outside the Bellagio we'll stand, and wait for the water. We'll just wait outside of the club. We'll just stand out here. I'll just have a hot dog. You know, it was, it was that was tough. Speaking of Vegas, Patrick Mawan, the rap weeknights, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. I should say Patrick Mawan. That's how that's a dog calls him. I mean, geez. Mawai. Patrick breaking down the college <laughs> basketball tournament, and if we'll get into oh, it or sure. not. The people that like college hoops are excited for the tournament, 25% capacity. We'll take whatever we can get. The idea that people are still reminding me that there are no fans in the stands and that's impacting their ability to watch sports. That's a direct shot at makes dog. Makes you realize they just don't oh. care about sports. That is exactly that's a shot at dog. We're a year into this. Yeah, we're, you can handle no, can no fans being because I can't in the stands. Watch so that's where we are with college basketball. If you hear somebody say to you, yeah, I can't really get into it. Can't get into it. Quote, unquote, get into it. It just means they don't like the sport. Can't get into it. That's true. And it's He's the right. same thing, pandemic or not. 
every time the tournament comes around, the conference tournaments and college hoops, and then March Madness, you have the same story from the people that don't like college basketball, but they like a tournament. Dog. They say, get into it. I'm not really into it this year, and then they get completely wrapped up into the tournament once it kicks off and once it tips off because it's insane. Yeah, that's just a dog. I mean, that is really Patrick I mean, talking that, a dog. That is amazing. Oh I can't get into Patrick, it. Patrick, do me a favor. Just call him next time. <laughs> yeah, you that guys is, that is, have a chat on the Patrick's, phone. That's great because he's so right. But that is, that is a direct, great. That is literally a direct comment to dog. Just next time, text him exactly what you just said. You could make the argument this could be Bethany and Mike Babchick because he can't get into it either. <laughs> oh! 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 You know, speaking of, of my lovely wife, she's the music expert on uh, Morning Men, and uh, we played oh, a little sure. game with her, you know, breaking out some songs and some lyrics. Uh, listen to this. Ooh. Can Bethany finish off Babs? I gave my wife, Bethany, some lyrics from a famous song. A bunch of songs. And she's going to try to finish the lyric, and you're going to guess if my wife can finish me off. Girls just want to... Marry a millionaire. <laughs> to the window, to the... Drive-thru. To, win- to the window, to the drive-thru. All right. Walk this way, talk. Like an Egyptian. Oh. <laughs> No, walk like an Egyptian. Oh, is that's the song. right. Not talk You're... like the Egyptian. Great point. Start spreading the. Oh, I, I'm not going to comment on this, but I, I'm sure she's going to say what I think she's going to say. Cream cheese. <laughs> no, no, she did not. <laughs> wow. Along with what you've been Start eating for a week. Spreading oh, the cream cheese. After that big win. Start spreading the cream cheese. No, it's schmear. Everything bagel. <laughs> So, yeah, she hasn't been able to finish me off. Next. There's vomit on his sweater already. Moms. Funfetti. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go. To hell. Go to hell. hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. There there it is. My milkshake brings all the boys to the... Toilet. The what? (laughs) Somewhat right. Toilet? I don't want no scrubs. A scrub is a guy that... Has a small penis. (laughs) Of course. It might sound crazy, but it ain't no lie. Please die. Don't stop believing. Hold on to that. Please. Railing. Destiny is calling me. Open up my eager eyes because I'm... An idiot. Whoa. We're halfway there. Whoa. Living? La Vida Loca. Living La Vida. Yeah, that's it. That's the famous one. When a girl walks in with an itty-bitty waist and a round thing in your face, you get... You get the bill because you'd have to pay for it. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, don't <laughs> stop believing. Keep holding on to that railing because you don't want to fall. Oh, oh. oh Bethany Babchick. Start spreading the cream cheese. That's what you hear after a Yankee game. Start spreading the cream cheese. She doesn't know much. Not a lot of hobbies. What's amazing, guys, is that a foul, a friend and listener to Morning Men, the great Debo F22 on Twitter actually took that bit and uh, put it into song. Listen to this. Start spreading the cream cheese to the window, to the drive-thru. You may hate me, but it ain't no lie. Please die, 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 die. My milkshake brings all the boys to the bathroom and my mop is just like a vacuum. Don't stop. Believe it. Hold on to the railing. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go die. Hey now. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater. 
Mom's confetti. your boy Debo, the great foul from A Morning Man. All right, now it's time for my favorite moment of the week. It's the dog mess of the week, and it's how he started off his show one day this week. And well, nice to have you with us on a Tuesday afternoon as we move it along on a busy afternoon as far as Mad Dog Unleashed is concerned. Uh, Colin, you can turn down the music right now. That is important. <laughs> if you could do that for me, that would be great. Okay. It's going to go lower now, right? It's one of my favorite dog yeah. episodes. This is good. Is it going to go lower? Not going to go lower, huh? It's going lower? Huh. huh. All right, we're having some trouble with our music scenarios here. Let me see if I get Colin organized. Our music scenarios. <laughs> That's my favorite part. All right, we got our music scenarios here. I, I can't even hear. Even Steve Torrey laughed at that one. Hey, Steve Torrey, how was the show this week? So that uh, we we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo! This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Mad Dog Sports Radio, and Eddie has had enough. <laughs> I could be saying goodbye. He already left. So there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick exit for Eddie. He's had enough. Uh, you got to tweet at me at Babchick anytime during the week, and you tell me what you want to hear on the next morning after. But remember, it's Babchick's morning after, not the morning after. That show's on SportsGrid, and it's better than ours. For Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, Andrew Goldberg, until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's morning after. Now, time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.